Chapter 46 of Floyd's Flowers by Silas X. Floyd. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Self-help. If there is one idea for which more than any other public school system should stand, it is the idea of self-help. Self-help is the best kind of help in the world, and one cannot learn this lesson too early in life. Even little children, three, four, five, six, and eight years old, should be taught to work. Any little child is just as capable of doing the little things in work as he is in play. Why should not the little girl be taught to trim and wash the dress of her doll? Why should not the little children be taught to sweep up the dirt that they have scattered in play? Why should they not be taught to remove the dishes from the table, brush up the crumbs, set back the chairs, pick up chips, put the kindling wood in its place, bring the potatoes in from the garden, help to pick over the berries, and so forth. We might argue this question from now until doomsday, and nobody, I think, would be able to give any good reason why children should not be taught to do the little things. Little children who are accustomed to having everything done for them by others are very soon beset with the rust of laziness and the canker of pride. Whereas, on the other hand, if children are taught to help themselves as soon as and as much as they are able, it will tend to improve their faculties and will, at the same time, have a good influence upon their dispositions. Childhood and youth are periods of life which materially influence all of its following periods, and whether the earlier years of one's life be passed in idleness and indolence or in well-directed industry, is a point on which greatly depends the worth or the worthlessness of human character. Where is the man who guides his affairs with discretion, or the woman that looketh well to the ways of her household, and yet was not in some measure imbued with industrious and provident habits in early life? On the other hand, who that has been treated until the age of fifteen or twenty like a helpless infant, and had every want supplied without being put to the necessity of their mental or bodily exertion was ever good for anything afterwards. The tendency of the age is by far too much in the direction of keeping our young boys solely for the purpose of loafing about the streets or standing around the soda fountains on Sunday and our young girls for parties, social entertainments, picnics, excursions, and the like. So that by the time our boys and girls reach manhood and womanhood, they despise honest labor and are afraid to engage in real hard work. A young woman may know how to read and write, may understand grammar, history, and geography, may sing sweetly and play the piano well. But whatever else she may know or may not know, if she does not know how to bake a whole cake of bread, make her little brother or sister a pair of pants or a plain dress, she is only half educated. In fact, every young woman should not only know how to perform every duty connected with a household, but every young woman should take some part in the household work. No girl need tell me that she really loves her mother if she's willing to leave her mother to the work of washing the dishes, sweeping and scouring the floors, caring for the little children, doing the Monday washings, the household cleaning, and the like, while she devotes herself to pleasure, novel reading, social calling, butterfly parties, or playing ragtime music, or singing ragtime songs. The home and the public school are the two greatest agencies which are jointly engaged, or which should be jointly engaged, in teaching children to help themselves. If children are taught as boys and girls to think for themselves, speak for themselves, and act for themselves, 
when they are old, they will not forget the precious lesson and will be less likely to become burdens on the community. The highest ambition of every American man and woman should be to be of some useful service to the world. And the first step will be taken toward this noble end when we have thoroughly learned the value and importance of the lesson of self-help. First, learn to help yourself and then you'll be able to see more clearly how to help others. End of chapter 46